and welcome to the College of Nursing and Health Sciences at Flinders University. This is a podcast series hosted by myself. I'm Professor Joanna Chuli, the Dean of Research here in the College and the theme lead for Methodological Innovations in the Caring Futures Institute. I'm here with Nancy Bates today, very exciting. I would like to uh, acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands on which we meet, the Ghana people, and um, pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. I would like uh, to talk about Indigenous art and music and how we can incorporate Indigenous art and music to raise awareness about Indigenous ways of knowing and researching. And I'm going to hand over to Nancy to tell us a little bit about herself and a little bit about her background. Thank you, Joanne. It's, it's great to be here. Um, I also would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land that we are meeting and talking on. The Ghana people has been an incredibly nurturing place for me to be in. This is not my country. I'm a Barkindji woman from far western New South Wales. Um, so my people are from the Darling River, the length of the Darling River, to meets the junction at Wentworth where it comes into the Murundi, which is the, yeah, the Murray River. So there's a big storyline that I'm connected to, but I acknowledge that, um, yeah, Ghana people and Ghana culture, history and li- is, is a living, breathing culture that has definitely been a big part of my life. Came down here about 20 years ago, a little over 20 years ago actually now, to, um, to get my life together. And we came down um, and I find myself 20 years later actually doing some work at the university, um, having an incredible life and also having a daughter studying here, archaeology. So... It's been an incredible journey to be sitting here with you and reflecting on where I've come from. It's, it's remarkable. Uh, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about your involvement in Indigenous art and music, how long you've been involved, how you became involved. I guess um, when we kind of talk about Indigenous art and music, it's kind of like makes it sound like one kind of entity, but it's really about um, it's a diverse process of contemporary living culture. And so it's been part of my life forever before I was born and uh, something that flows from my veins, from my my father's bloodline. My mum's a non-Indigenous woman. I got heavily involved in music about 12, 13 years ago, a bit of a late bloomer. I didn't know that I could write songs. And then along the way, um, over the last kind of eight years, it's been an incredible journey. I I got picked up by uh, Archie Roach and toured with him for four years in the country and overseas. A whirlwind kind of journey and now I find myself trying to better understand my own existence and how I need to be in the world that's more aligned with my old people than, than this contemporary world that I don't feel like I fit in. Of, you know, I guess this contemporary kind of way of life of, you know, chasing money and bills and mortgages and cars and environmental destruction and societal, you know, eradicate, erode, eroded, it's eroding, you know, so many, seeing things over the last 20 years change and governments come and go. But what stays strong inside of me is how, a knowledge of how our old people lived and, and, a, and a really strong sense of wanting to be close to that as much as possible, especially as I'm getting older. So it's like blood, music, song, as a song woman, as a songwriter. When you have a knowledge system that's not written down and a knowledge system as old as ours and all that knowledge contained in a song, this is the most powerful thing I've ever done in my life to create music, music that aligns with my experience as an Indigenous woman music that maybe says something to broader Australia about who I am and then who we are as people and the things that need to change. 
immediately. Wow, that's that's pretty powerful stuff. Um, as you know, we're doing this podcast series on Indigenous ways of knowing and researching, and I'm really just here hosting uh, Indigenous researchers uh, and yourself as an artist to talk about, well, to provide a platform for others to talk. Um, so we got in contact with you, Nancy, because we wanted to commission some art, visual art, and some music for the podcast series. And of course, you're um, embedded here in the College of Nursing and Health Sciences in various activities and have good awareness, I think, of, of the people that are in the podcast series and, and, and what we're trying to achieve here. Could you tell us a little bit about the sort of inspiration behind the visual art and music that you've created to support the podcast series? Well, the first conversation I guess we had about what is the story that we want to tell through the podcast series and then how do you represent that story in a song a song with no words and how do you represent that visually as well and so to me um, this podcast series is important because it's about contributing to the decolonization of the university system there are many ways to know the world and whilst the academic world here is incredibly important it also is aligned with a structure in society that continues to perpetuate institutionalised racism, continues to perpetuate a whole lot of things, a patriarchal system, a hierarchical system, all of these things that I think just about almost everyone who's got a, a good mind, which is a blessing, is questioning the structures of our society. So um, this podcast series really is about bringing to light this knowledge system that has existed here that was here 250 years ago and was completely ignored and in so many ways is still continuing to be ignored, even by a system like a university that professes to be wanting to innovate and wanting to change and agitate and to be critical of the system. We find ourselves in a system that unless it's aligned mostly with a system that doesn't work for us, it's a confusing state of being. But when we can actually look at other knowledge systems to try and change to try and critique what we have, to try and disassemble and reassemble something more, much more meaningful, something healthier for the world and for its people and for animals and plants and the air for everything as us as beings, natural beings. You know, I think this podcast reflects a deep desire, I think, in the heart of a lot of Australians now to know more about the First People, to know about the knowledge of the First People and to live by that. So sitting down with my daughter, um, she's also studying, she's doing archaeology. You know, I think a lot about, I'm learning a lot from her. Like uh, last night she was talking to me about like, you know, um, how uh, as primates, you know, we, we're unique in our, in our way that we need to really connect with each other on a very, very deep level. So we have like, I think that's what this was, is about connecting to what this podcast is trying to say to the world and then reflecting that. Um, you know, I think Sarah and I had a big conversation about the image uh, that she's, the artwork that she's that she has put uh, that she's created is incredible, and it's a circle, it's a world, a kaleidoscope of indigenous knowledge systems represented in one image. You know, and layers and layers, but also, uh, you know, it's a, it's centered around a circle, Isn't a learning circle. Is a, a circle of learning in Indigenous knowledge systems is is a powerful place to be in, and she's represented that, and the interconnectedness between those knowledge systems, whether it's about astrology, astronomy, geography, uh, archaeology, 
humanities, psychology, everything, you know, is contained. We had a knowledge system for everything deeply and health, you know, health systems, all of that stuff. And then in going in and looking at how I might create a song that could tell that story, I needed to feel something. What does this feel like? And to me, the melody had a lot of different meanings. I used a lot of sevens, a seven notes, notes with a seven in it. And that's about aligning with the stories, the song line of the Seven Sisters that crisscrosses all of this whole entire nation. It's part of my story as well. And only last year was the first time I learnt the Seven Sisters dance and story. And I was like, I was 43 before that happened to me. So there's lots of seven notes, but then there's an eight pattern which acknowledges the masculine story, the way that the Seven Sisters story overall is a strong song line that teaches women how to be women and how to be protected from patriarchy, how to be protected from some of the things that men inflict upon us. So that's captured in the structure of the chords and the melody as it progresses. And then the middle part of the song, it ascends. It starts here and it works its way up in a melody, like the sun rising, like knowledge systems coming to the surface to enlighten. And then we return back to the Seven Sisters story of strong women knowledge, you know, matriarchal lines, matriarchal knowledge systems. That's really important for this university to know about too. I, I agree. The interesting thing is I have only just heard your narrative around creating that piece of music today, but you had sent us the piece of music earlier. And just based on listening to that piece of music, it's just so moving and powerful and unique and now that you explain the thinking behind it even more so to my mind it's it's a really beautiful piece of music so thank you so much and thank you to your daughter for that amazing image such a talented duo and the fact that you are linked and that you've both contributed art for our podcast uh, series is is just amazing and we're so grateful. Have you got a title for the piece of music or has your daughter got a title for the for the image or are you leaving them untitled? I think they become part of the whole podcast series. There's a title for the podcast series and they sit within that story. So, no, we haven't created like a separate kind of oh, seven sisters and one man chasing them, I don't know, whatever, or Sarah's, you know, the world in a, in a circle or circles of learning, whatever that might be. And we're also doing language work, so I think I'm trying to create music or, title, you know, in terms of titling a song, I'm trying to decolonise my own thinking around that stuff. And yeah, I, was, I was actually a little bit scared in undertaking writing a piece because I'm so lyrically driven in my own singer-songwriter world. The lyric is everything to me. But then just sitting with the instrument and sitting with my heart and letting that story bubble to the surface and feel its way through me I realise that my music says a lot, even when there's no words, and that's powerful. Very powerful. I mm. like that. And I like the idea that they're untitled. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you again, Nancy. Thank you so much. Mm.